matariki e ara e, kei ngā māhuetanga iho o te whānau mārama, rarau mai ki te hui. Ko me hingarangi tēnei e mihi atu nei kia koutou katoa. Welcome to the hui, Māori Current Affairs for all New Zealanders. E taroa kenei. He mātanga tātai arorangi. I never would have imagined that I would be able to understand my location in the world by using Mātauraka Māori. As we celebrate Matariki, we look to the stars with Ngaitahu astronomer Victoria Campbell. For many, they will be exposed to the absolute beauty of our pristine stars. Then, she's the grandmother who's become a TikTok sensation. Well, I didn't even know what TikTok was, and I don't watch television. I said, Auntie, you should put your videos on TikTok. And she goes, what's TikTok? Clocking millions of views. I'll show you what it looks like once uh, it's cooked. We meet Ngāti Puro hunter-gatherer, Teresa Collette. I feel at peace in the bush and in the moana and the sea, so uh, that's what keeps me going. This Friday, Matariki, or the Māori New Year, will be celebrated as a public holiday for the first time. With the public appetite for mātauranga of the Fetu growing, Ngaitahu astronomer Victoria Campbell is helping to share traditional knowledge with her hapore. She shares her journey of becoming a Māori astronomer as she prepares for a new phase in Aotearoa's history. Kea John Boynton, Ngātai Pito Pito. The wonder of the night skies guide Māori astronomer Victoria Campbell. I never would have imagined that I would be able to understand my location in the world by using Mātauraka Māori and looking up and seeing where the Fetu are to be able to locate myself in the world. The Naitahu Uri is a passionate practitioner and expert in the field of Tātai Arorangi Māori astronomy. When you look to the stars, what is it that you see? Oh, I see a lot of things. Um, probably first and foremost, just the absolute beauty of our fetu, uh, including our planets. But I see the pictures to our life story. I'm reminded of those and of my whakapapa and my connection to the fetu and to the universe. Victoria's journey started after attending a wānanga with renowned Māori astronomer Professor Rangi Mātāmua 12 years ago. We went outside one night and looked up at the sky and it was absolutely amazing. And I could not differentiate anything. But what it did do was it really sparked a desire for me to learn more about those fetu and to be able to look up and recognise those images, those pictures to our storybooks. Since then, she's seen the renaissance of Tātai Arorangi through Matariki, the constellation of stars which mark the arrival of the Māori New Year. The knowledge doesn't sit in astronomy itself. It sits in other bodies, other disciplines, such as mahika kai practices, in our weather corridor, even in our migration corridor. I would think 
of astronomy is one of our cornerstones of Mātauraka, so it's like a foundation stone. It's embedded in everything. It's connected in through that lens of whakapapa. After years of studying, teaching and practising tātai arorangi, Victoria has become a leading source for this mātauranga. Today she's teaching the kayako at Te Waka Unua Primary in Ōtautahi. Nōku ke te whiwhi kia tai ki waikanui i a koutou. So kia ora everybody, my name is Victoria Campbell if we're being flash, otherwise Tori for short. I think of the science lessons that I was exposed to in school that I struggled to find relevance in, in those teachings. So when Matariki rises in the east, it symbolises the start of the new season, whereas hearing stories of Tamanui Tera shifting between Hini Takurua and Hini Raumati, um, that story I can associate to it. Victoria was part of the Matariki Advisory Group to help set up the public holiday. The first celebration of Matariki, after much advice from our advisory committee, will be on the 24th of June, 2022. What's it like to be at this stage now we have a public holiday for Matariki? Um, I shed a tear. I was so proud um, of where we've got to as a nation for, for that movement to be happening. But I also know that for many whānau, many hapu, many iwi, we've been celebrating puaka and matariki for a long, long time. And for me, the real gem in the public holiday is what it symbolises for iwi and that our mātauraka has been recognised and valued. With the surge in demand in Māori astronomy leading up to the Matariki holiday, Victoria's been keeping busy. At her latest wānanga, she's been joined by a maramataka expert, Ricky Solomon. The fetal moon is when the sun and the moon come together in the morning and they rise up together. And Taonga Puoro Tohunga, James Webster. They're part of a community which both inspire and offer support for Victoria. My favourite things to do is to go and connect with the extended whānau, whānau whānui, and to learn things, to share things, and then go on and share those with the kids, with the community. It's a pretty awesome kaupapa to be on. But as this kaupapa becomes more public, is there a risk of this mātauranga losing its integrity? I think the key to it is the values and principles that are associated with not only the public holiday, but with matariki in general. The environment is a key part in Matariki is a time in our maramataka, but also part of our practice. So if people are mass-producing, you know, plastic things that are going to end up in our oceans, printed with matariki, that does not align with the values and principles of matariki. And so as communities, um, we should be not supporting those businesses and calling them out. 
Victoria hopes Matariki will drive an appreciation of our whitu and the mātauranga behind them. I think it's exciting that Aotearoa will be encouraged to look to our skies and I believe for many they will be exposed to the absolute beauty of the Pacific and of our pristine stars. They need to be valued and it is a privilege that we are able to see such beauty from Aotearoa. Kaare ngā purapura amatariki. Nā John Boynton, tērā pūrungo. After the break, we meet the Ngāti Purau grandmother teaching rangatahi how to live off the land. Traditionally, Matariki is a time to harvest and to hākari. And thanks to one Murihiku-based grandmother, a new generation are learning how to harvest kai Māori responsibly and sustainably. Her name is Teresa Collett, and thanks to TikTok, her traditional kai-gathering skills are inspiring rangatahi Māori to venture into the realm of tāne mahuta and tangaroa. Kea D'Angelo Martin, te roangake o ngā kōrero. She's the definition of a wahine toa. I've been hunting most of my life. Some find it unusual, but this is my normal, I love it. A grandmother whose pātaka is stocked by papatu ānuku. I feel at peace in the bush and in the moana and the sea, so uh, that's what keeps me going. And at 53 years of age, she's unexpectedly become a TikTok star. So you got your own wee little bags for cooking? Well, I didn't even know what TikTok was, and I don't watch television. Clocking millions of views. I'll show you what it looks like once uh, it's cooked. Kia ora. Ngātipurau hunter-gatherer Teresa Kolet has been living off the whenua all her life. My parents were lighthouse keepers, uh, John Shani and Henny Kino, born on Mokuhino Island in the Hauraki Gulf. You had to be semi-self-sufficient, uh, my father fished. The local iwi there let us collect uh, mutton birds and mum gathered like paringmore, peko peko. So I watched them growing up. We're going to dig for toyoro today. Nowadays, Teresa lives on the mainland and when she's not at her full-time job at the TY Point Aluminium Smelter, she volunteers in schools teaching tamariki about nature. We don't take anything under 100 millimetres because we're going to leave them to breed. I'm concerned for the younger generation, especially with technology these days. It's a lot easier to hand someone a phone or buy them an iPad rather than give them a fishing rod and take them out fishing because it takes up a lot of your time. I get these children, they'll say to me, all they do is spend time watching television. Is it bigger or smaller than 100 millimetres? Bigger. Good girl. Oh, good. So, well done. We've been kai gathering today, kai moana. Now Teresa is using technology to get more rangatahi out into the taiao. And these are kākehi, they're freshwater mussels. Sharing her mātauranga with 100,000 followers on social media. So uh, he can go back in the water. On TikTok, she's known as Auntie. Look at that, isn't that beautiful? And she accepts requests from followers wanting to go out kai gathering with her. I have a diary and I have all the names of people that want to come to my home. 
I have their ages and a wee bit about them. And I have a letter I send out to them to whistle down the ones that just want to come for a holiday and aren't really going to benefit. I want people that, that are going to benefit from being with me. A good deed she does for free. Half the problems we have in today's age is because of money. There shouldn't be a price paid on something that's here for free. The only thing I pay for personally is, is, is petrol. This week, Teresa has three rangatahi and one Kines reporter in tow, ready to get amongst it. We're going to drag for flounder today, Pātiki. There's a bit of weed on the beach today. That's a concern because you get that in the net. Teresa follows the same tikanga as her mother. So before we head into Tangaroa, we karakia. Kawawini, kawawana, tāra, patuki te rangi. Aue ki, whanau, whanau, haramai te toki. Aumie, huie, tai ki e. OK, come out, Michael. You're not going to be able to drag it, and that's because of the weed. So we're going to go and find a spot that's got no weed. And this is where we learn our first lesson from Teresa about kai gathering. He manako te kaura i kore ai. So no luck this morning, eh? No, you get that. It's not a supermarket. Uh, just give it a go. Uh, we'll have another go later on. Uh, a lot of weed in the water today. We're supposed to have a sharp knife, eh? Two of the rangatahi staying with Teresa, Arena Parone, and Brielle Cadwallada. It's quite therapeutic, eh? Yeah. And they're loving their time in Te Waipaunamu. What has Teresa taught you? I've learnt about giving without expecting anything in return. And also in terms of gathering kai, especially kai moana, just taking what you need. People don't understand why, and I find the people I have in my home, once you explain the reasons why they gather this way rather than that way, they'll do it that way. They don't at the moment because um, no one's taught them. It was Teresa's nephew, Michael, who gave his auntie the idea to start her own TikTok account. I said, auntie, you should put your videos on TikTok. And she goes, what's TikTok? So I showed her a couple of TikToks and I told her people would really be interested in what she does. See that line along there? Yeah. That's where I'm going to fill it out. And there's always something interesting to film with Auntie Teresa. And a tea where it's tailors. I just take videos of what I'm doing at the time. So it's real and relevant. There's no makeup or hair or fancy clothes. It is as we are doing it. Out there just doing it, Teresa has struck social media gold. We set her up an account and we posted a video of her eating a kinna and I didn't really think it was going to get um, go too well. They're beautiful too, they're the nice creamy ones. Woke up in the morning, thought, oh, I'd better check this for her. Look at it, it's got a couple hundred thousand views. I ring her up, auntie, you've gone famous on TikTok. And Teresa's using that fame to advocate for the environment teaching the next generation to protect Papatuanuku. You don't have to be hunting and gathering to be sustainable. You've got to think about what we're buying, what chemicals we're using when we go to the supermarket, because uh, that's affecting our environment. She's dedicated to this way of life, and Auntie has no plans to hang up her rifle anytime soon. The most precious thing you have is time and one day you're going to run out. You don't know when your number's up.
My father was diving until he was in his 70s, so I've still got a wee way to go yet. Nadi Angelo Martin Tirari Poata. Hey Muri Ngafakatairanga Kamata Pakihianga Take Toy Maori. A major art wānanga, Toi Tikupu Whakāhuatanga, has been held in Tāmaki Makaurau to coincide with Matariki. Toi Tikupu Whakāhuatanga aims to celebrate and showcase the transformative power of mātauranga Māori as expressed through art, exhibition making and wider creative practices, while increasing the dialogue between Māori artists on what is critically important in contemporary Māori art right now. Hei matapaki i ngā kaupapa i wānanga hia. Ko hono mai a Nico Hinden, rawa ko moana tipa, tēnā kōrua. Kia uh, Nico, I'll start with you. What's, what do you. How do you place the relationship between toi Māori and matariki? I think for across centuries and cultures and disciplines, matariki has been a source of inspiration for songs, for purako and mahitoi, just thinking of like Macy Dika's beautiful waiata about matariki. And I think it's a way of recording the knowledge contained in alfetu across time. Mukuakenei, um, I create star maps that um, record the movement of stars across across our stellar lunar calendar, and um, I think Mapariki was really a catalyst for for um, investigating like um, how our stars move and and what are they doing throughout the other 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 times that aren't just Mapariki. Kapai. Moana, if I can come to you, this wānanga, a couple of hundred Māori artists and curators and um, you all came together to celebrate, obviously, the uh, toi Māori and matariki, but also to talk about what was critically important in your industry at the moment. What, what do you think were the outcomes of that? Well, um, one of the questions for me was about the, the thriving of, the, of Māori arts community. And um, I, I see that there's been a massive amount of growth over a very long period of time, but we've arrived at a central place, I believe. We've arrived at a point. We have um, a thriving culture um, at, at the top end of the arts, I, I, I would say. Um, and it causes a question to arise within me. Do we have all of the necessary streams coming in and going out from this hub, this, this uh, immensely important hub of vision, of, of insight, of uh, there's a propelling nature uh, that is tied up with Ngātoe Māori. It's an immense force field. Uh, in itself, and um, so I'm interested in in the streams that come in and come out of it at this point, when there is such a, a thriving community up at the top gate. That's that's really um, how I kind of perceive things, and I I'd, I'd like to see um, other perspectives on that. Hi, how how Nico? What are, what are your thoughts? So, hearing that, what are some of your uh, takeaways? You know, being one of the younger um, rianga of uh, talent that, that that were there. 
Yeah, I totally agree with um, with Moana. I'm very fortunate to be kind of have been absorbed into um, um, Toing Apuhi, and so um, Toing Apuhi is our iwi led um, um, toy um, institution, and it has meant that I've been able to. Um, create relationships with Taina, with um, young Taiohi and teach uh, kind of the new generation and and meet the new generation of, of artists. And I really value um, the, the relationships that I've um, been able to have through through Apuhi, but not only um, having access to um, the Taiohi, but also having access to the likes of um, Bernard Makuare and um, and those tohunga who have helped me um, in my practice. So, um, yeah, I absolutely agree. Moana, if I can come to you, Moana, can, can you tell me, you know, as the, it felt healthy and wealthy at the Wananga in terms of being able to sustain themselves. Are artists doing well? Well, uh, again, there's an immense richness there. Uh, you know, you kind of, uh, the, the wealth of that place, the wealth of gathered knowledge, the wealth of all that has been gathered over generations, you know, that has come into this generation, it begs the question of where to? You know, mm. where to? We, we are a Pacific nation and I can't help but think of us as, as a, a strategic voice coming out of this nation. And, and that arts voice is visionary. It, um, it, it, it holds a specific place in any culture, but in this culture, for um, within Māoridom, within the nation itself, within the nations of the Pacific, there's a, there's a function, there is a voice that needs to go out, I believe. So um, that's part of what I see. Uh, that that um, I see, and and I would love to hear other conversations mm. about that, because we we have something built here uh, that that provides the capacity to expand itself, so that we take a nation with us. Kapai, well, I think we've lost um, Nico. Oh no, Nico's back. I was wondering, Nico, if you could jump in there after your visitors left, <laughs> if you could tell us, do you think um, you know Toy Maori and the arts have had a lot of um, Involvement in re the revitalization of Matariki. Uh, yes, I think <laughs> I think so. I mean, I just mentioned Macy's Waiapa. I think Mahitoi is a way of transmitting knowledge and a, and a way of containing knowledge and and sharing our mapaunga with with our people. And uh, I think that um, yeah, and I certainly in my Mahitoi, I. Um, Definitely use Matariki as a, as a source of inspiration, and and especially this time, if we just think about what Matariki, like the time of Matariki and Pakurua, is uh, it's cold and it's a time for wānanga, it's a time for learning, it's a time for listening, and it's a time for sharing our tauranga, and that was what was really exciting about having Toite Kupu during the time of Matariki, um, because it was the appropriate time to to for generations to gather together and and learn from each other. Kapai, well, you certainly took the opportunity to have a great wānanga at your hui. We look forward to see what, what the uh, industry looks like in the next couple of years. Kam uh, te mihi ki a kōrua i tēnei uh, rā.
Kore hū tēnei whetu mārama, kātira mātewaeta a mohi tā tātou hōtaka e whakakōpane ake, arā ko te aroha maurō. Noho rumaira.
Nā te puna whakatongarewa te hui i tautoko.